Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, how do you think in a group? How does being in a group affect our thinking? And what do group dynamics do to our critical thinking skills? Whether it's a small group like friends, or larger groups like a team, an organization, or a culture, being in a group can influence our thoughts and critical thinking abilities. There are a few things to consider when thinking about critical thinking skills while in groups. Today, we're going to look at groupthink, echo chambers, and worldviews, plus a few other things at the end. The psychological phenomenon of groupthink happens when groups of people desire harmony. This harmony also comes at the expense of, on the high end, disregarding your personal beliefs, and on the low end, adopting the opinions of others in the group. Groupthink was first used by social psychologist Irving L. Janus when he was researching group decision-making abilities under conditions of stress in the 1970s. It was clear to Janus that the individuals of a group tend to hold back their thoughts when those thoughts disagree with the group consensus. Janus suggested that these individuals will also ignore ethical consequences when decisions made by the group further the group's motives and objectives. So what are some examples of groupthink? Groupthink can happen in a setting like the office, with your family, or with friends hanging out. For example, in a group of boys, who for simplicity we're going to name Albert, Bowie, Carlos, and Duane, when they're talking about other people they like, Lana, Murray, Nat, Olive, and Penn, when Albert says that he likes Lana because she's hot and he's been talking to her, the other boys might chime in and say, oh yeah, Lana's super hot. They can all agree with Albert, all the boys, that Lana is hot. That's not necessarily groupthink. When Bowie chimes in and says that Murray is hot and he likes her, and Albert says, nah, she's not that hot, you should go for Nat instead. If Carlos and Duane reluctantly agree, saying, yeah, maybe you should go for Nat instead, that is groupthink. The situation can also be slightly different. Like if Carlos was saying that he was thinking about hanging out with Olive, who is a boy, Oliver, and Dwayne knows that Carlos likes Olive, but again, Albert chimes in and says, forget about hanging out with Olive. He's not cool. Maybe you should focus on getting with Penn instead of hanging out with Olive. Well, if Bowie and Dwayne agree, that's group think too. Albert seems like a real asshole, huh? So, groupthink isn't the only thing we need to be concerned about, though. Surely you've heard of echo chambers. This is a space where what you already believe continues to be articulated in different words. An echo chamber might be within a group of friends, might be an online chat group, or it could be with a political party. In an echo chamber, you believe that apples are the best fruit, hands down, and everyone else agrees in the group with you. 
this isn't necessarily an echo chamber yet. It becomes an echo chamber when everyone else in the group agrees and loudly pronounces that apples have always been the best fruit, that there have never been a competition between any of the fruits because apples were a part of Adam and Eve's story in the book of Genesis. So not only are they the best fruit, they were the first fruit. That's what an echo chamber sounds like. It's a closed system where beliefs are amplified or reinforced through repetitive communication and are insulated from counter-arguments. And what about worldviews? We all have worldviews, and these refer to the way that someone interprets the world based on how they were socialized at home, their culture comes into play, and the various experiences in their life come into play. The way your worldview can affect an echo chamber you're in is that when some part of your worldview incorporates rightness and wrongness, this is a judgment. This is our view and their view. This is us versus them. Now, let's be clear here. We're not saying that worldviews affect the way you think in a group. Your worldview is a framework for how you see the world and everything that happens around you. Worldviews are not good or bad. They simply are. When your worldview impacts your critical thinking abilities is when you believe your worldview is the only way to view the world. When you believe this, you are holding on to a worldview from a place of fear. When you have a worldview beginning to create prejudices, ask yourself if you're caught up in a story. Maybe you're caught up in the narrative capture. This means that you're getting sucked into a story and losing the ability to critical think about something because believing the story is everything that's true. You can ask questions, and that can help break the spell of the narrative capture. Asking questions can help you break through your worldview. Asking questions can help silence the echo chamber in your mind. Asking questions can help you step above groupthink. Asking yourself challenger questions would be like, what might we be missing if we're all agreeing? You can ask yourself source questions like, what idea has led us all to think in the same way? You can ask yourself practicality questions like, how actionable is this idea? And are there are other ways to accomplish what we want. If possible, you can also help encourage an environment where echo chambers, worldview prejudices, and groupthink are limited. In this way, simple enough, you have diversity. You can achieve diversity with people, meaning diversity of demographic and diversity of thought. Or have you ever been to a work meeting and watch the leader state an opinion or a preference when assigning tasks, telling members of the group exactly how they would prefer things get done? This limits the power of an individual who, given the time to come up with their own ideas, might have a better thought. This limits the encouragement of group members to be critical of discussions. Being critical of discussions here means using criticism as the practice of analyzing, classifying, and evaluating the discussion. We are not referring to using criticism as the act of judgment. Also, you can establish rules for the group that can help reinforce critical thinking, 
rules like assigning roles. So that maybe Jane is the person who speaks up when everyone seems to be agreeing and says, it seems like we're all agreeing here. What might we be missing, if anything? You can also make rules like time for counter-arguments, so that when the group does come to a decision, there's now five minutes for counter-arguments. There can also be a rule like rewarding creativity. So the person who comes up with the idea that could work as effectively as the group decision might receive some reward, whether the idea is used or not. And so what other things might impact your critical thinking skills in a group? How about the situational stress or lack of knowledge? These two items, where the stress you feel might make you want to jump to conclusions quickly because you have other things to do, or where your lack of knowledge becomes a thing of, let me just agree, can limit who feels comfortable speaking up and speaking out. How do you think these things add to a group's critical thinking abilities? How many other things do you think we could name here which impact a group's decision-making skills? There are dozens of articles online which can provide more details, though to start off, all you have to do is ask yourself, am I falling prey to groupthink right now? Am I sitting in an echo chamber? Am I seeing only one worldview being considered? When was the last time you found yourself making a decision within a group? What was the result of that decision? How did things work out? What can you bring to the table next time? And how might you help others and help yourself to make stronger decisions? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.